0: Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of Show to Be with Mike G, the show of life, the show of rockabilly, the show of Four Roses bourbon. A lot of different things in this show. Today's conversation with Nikki Petri. Nikki, a Vegas native, also spent some time living in Wyoming in the military, a very big music guy, punk rock guy. We talk about ranted, but it's really important to have this conversation now. There's a lot of churn in this industry, lots of promotions, lots of Jumping around from bar to bar, but this conversation is more about Nikki's choice to change tiers, as they call it here in Texas. He's amazing barman, just transitioning from that great team at Voxable now to a sales role with Glacier's Distribution. So it's a great chat and a lot of a lot of interesting things. the The military bit is, I think, really touching, and it's it's really good to to talk to Nikki about it, and, and hopefully, it was good for him to talk about it too. So. Without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this chat with Petrie Petri.
1: You know, somebody walks in, in the bar industry, and it's like, hey, um, I want to talk to you about something, or I'm here by myself, I just want to talk to you. Yeah. And sometimes people just don't want to be talked to, and you figure
0: that out, you have to read people. You does it ever get people. does it ever get weird, like be, so? Has there been a, and this isn't trying to be a trick question necessarily, but like, has there been a point where it's late, you're at a bar, and there's like a single patron, and things get real dark? <laughs>
1: get yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah. <laughs> 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 No, it's been I, a few I times can, yeah. um, in various places in various types of bars, even. Um, I think I've even been that
0: way. I think so. T- I think <laughs> I have done too. I remember one night um, in particular. Something about I don't know what sign you are, but this isn't really a commentary. But like I'm an Aquarius, so I'm a feeler and all this. And I was at Small Victory shortly after they had just opened downtown, and I ran into Michael Phillips, wonderful gentleman. Ran into Sheed, wonderful gentleman as well. Oh, yeah. And something about those two combined, for some reason, I felt like I was on the leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I just came out with it and I almost came to tears. I'm like, you know, it's okay, I don't have a problem with crying, guys that can cry. But like it fucking was out in public and like it's so good to see you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it happens, right? Like there's oh, this camaraderie. Every time.
1: I mean, especially out here. Yeah. Um, the community is really tight and it's uh even with the influx of so many people moving here,
0: yeah. Um, like I've only
1: been here for about a year and a half. Is that it? And people, you know, I walk mm. into places and they're like, hey, Nikki, hey, come here, man. Give me, give me some love. Yeah. And it's just, it's so happy to see all these people in
0: that we all get along really
1: well. Yeah. You know?
0: It's, it's a, we, because you know, like, you walk into, like, blind date, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have anything in common with that person. Maybe they're like, man, these guys fucking suck. Like, I do not want to talk to this girl ever again. But at least with hospitality and bars, and brands, and distribution, and distilling, you know? We all have something. Like, at least the, we can all relate on some level. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you look in the sense that even if it's the worst interaction you've had with the, somebody, yeah, you can turn around and be like, they're going to leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't even think about that. It's even better than a blind date. Yeah. You don't have to, like, figure out the exit plan there always is one because there's business hours last call (laughs) last call (laughs) the best can response to get anybody out the fucking door yep always so you're at or sorry you were at so so there's so much so much to talk about one of which is you're from vegas which i didn't know Mm -hmm. two you just transitioned to another tier of this system in texas which i didn't know uh I, I try to carve out as much time in each one of these chats with people that know Jr as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Is he as charming as he appears to be? Now, keep in mind, I've been around Jr plenty of times and I've interviewed him, but he, he is charming, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's got a uh, very good <laughs> gypsy-esque way about him. <laughs> um, a couple dollars missing here and there, but no one cares. Yeah, no, I mean, you no can't get mad
1: at him. You yeah. You get mad at him for a second and then you just kind of look at him and then... You just
0: wonder, okay, is he gonna drop his pants down now? Um, No. Just glistening eyes. It's insane. Yeah. I don't even have a crush on the guy, but like, I can, you know, I can sit back and say, I can see how he could persuade anybody to do anything. Very easily. Very (laughs) easily. How long were you at Vox then? Um,
1: Just a couple months. Really? Yeah. um, With uh, a lot of people not being there for various trips and uh, competitions. He was like, hey, can you help me out? I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, was working on the transition of going into the dark side. The dark and side, um, it just worked out. And it was great. You know, it's a great crew over there. Really, like, you can learn a lot. And- forward thinking, right? Oh, yeah. That's the
0: thing I really like about it is that it, one, it doesn't take itself too seriously, except the fact that it puts out really good drinks. But conceptually, It's all just, like, references to the movies that we all grew up loving or the music we all grew up loving. And I just thought, man, there was a plantation rum drink about... This is, I think... How about this? So in this transition, do you feel any kind of sense of mourning that you're kind of having to walk away from this crew that is so creative and
1: Um, bold? I am a little,
0: I guess, scared
1: in the sense that I'm going to lose a lot of good friendships. Really? And... The fact that you know it's like hey man it's two o'clock or let's come over to the house well yeah. i gotta go to work in the morning that's it's right like uh not gonna work as well but i would say at box that's the first place that i've worked out here that really felt like a family yeah um it's a brigade man yeah and it's kind of scary in the sense that you know i'm not going to be on the collaboration end with them, yeah. and I can't have all this free expression now. I'm kind of limited to only having certain brands that I can work with. Right,
0: Genesis and, brands is that the term? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But all right, all right. I finally learned that. what the hell that meant. <laughs> I was like, Genesis brands is this like Phil Collins finally getting into the boost game? Which I thought maybe it was. Not even I didn't a joke. Think about it that way. <laughs> or I Peter like Gabriel coming back in. Like, yeah. Well, lots of peace goes from Peter Gabriel. That makes that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Well, I do have some clue. Kenny Chesney stuff. So oh, good. Maybe it is a musical reference. Is it rum from Kenny Chesney? No, it's gotta be whiskey, right?
1: No, it's uh, yeah, it's rum. It's rum. It is Uh, Barbados rum. Blue chair.
0: Am I? It's because does Mr. Keith Urban is that the other dude, the American Idol judge?
1: I know there's another
0: uh, dude that's married to Nicole Kidman or a good friend of hers. I don't know. They're always in pictures together. He has a rum as well, but Kenny Chesney's got one. Yep. Okay. So we can talk about Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> Some
1: interesting ones too. Yes, I bet. Um,
0: but it's it's a good. Well, all right. So we'll step back because this is also recent mm-hmm. transitioning from behind the bar to distribution. You were born and raised in Vegas. Is that how it played out, or just kind of um, the no. good years?
1: Actually, uh I was born in Laramie, Wyoming. Lived there till I was about eleven. Then Amazing. Moved to Steamboat Springs, Colorado, for about three years, and then uh, the family said, "Hey, we're moving to Vegas." And I'm like, "Okay."
0: What? What takes the family? So I, I'm. Fr- I was living in Salt Lake for a long time. We'd yeah. always go up to Wyoming, and camp. It was lovely. First time I ever saw grates to prevent the cows from crossing yeah. the road, right? <laughs> and there's like those metal grates to make sure the snow didn't the snow. come into the road. Yeah.
1: yeah, where you only get snow on one side of the road. <laughs> That's
0: right. It's so strange. How is why just the, in your eleven years? Wyoming is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It can be. What yeah. do you d- except for when the wind's blowing? <laughs> what do you? What the fuck do you do in Wyoming? I, um, no offense, Wyoming, but I don't think you have AT and T cell service, so I'm gonna <laughs> hold it accountable a little bit. Uh, you know, that was that was
1: the good fun time. I mean, I played baseball during uh, the summer. Um, you know, just got into soccer in the fall, and all outdoors. You know, stuff. just doing as much as you can, and then. uh you know making money shoveling sidewalks and yeah. mowing lawns and
0: having uh, sore backs after that shit yeah always
1: and, you know it's like okay where do you go from there
0: so what'd your fo why'd your folks end up moving to to vegas you said the steamboat too but also
1: to vegas. yeah steamboat was a short little stint um we only did about three years there and then we decided to move to las vegas and uh not really confident on what the um whole reason why we did move there yeah but was it a uh, job or anything like that or no just- no it wasn't a job um my parents really saw potential in me as a musician oh really and uh i was doing really good and playing my trumpet yeah. in, uh, in the middle school so they were like hey let's go here there's a performing arts academy so oh, it's amazing went out there and did the whole performing arts academy and um just didn't want to leave
0: <laughs> what is, So when? because i was in jazz band as well we can talk mm-hmm. about jazz band for a second And you'd be real surprised how many goddamn people have been in jazz bands. I I just comes to mind Alex Negronza from from Anvil. Anvil. He plays trombone. I don't know if you knew that shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Yeah. trombone, jazz band. I think we talked. It's either that or symphonic band. But either way, you know, an accomplished trombonist. Mm -hmm. Talk about the spit slurring all across the (laughs) floor. But so what about all that? Yeah, dude, you you smelled it. You've seen it. You know, (laughs) it's a, a great way to bond socially though that was the thing because I moved around a lot too Mm -hmm. and music was always a great way to kind of connect with people but was it jazz for you was it symphony was it marching band what kind of stuff it was uh it was
1: all of it yeah um did marching band in middle school and then this performing arts academy I went to um we didn't have a marching band we didn't Mm -hmm. have any sports it was just strictly music dance and theater and um International Studies. Is so this in Colorado bilingual. then? Uh, no, this was in Las Vegas. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, right downtown. And um, yeah, it was great. Uh, did concert band, orchestra, oh, jazz yeah. band. My senior year, I, that's all I had was music classes.
0: That's incredible.
1: I mean, well, I had two other classes, but that's when I slept. <laughs> and then, of course. Um,
0: so so what are, what's the trajectory then for a trumpet test? What, is that the right word for it? Trumpetist. Trumpeter, trumpeter. Oh, I like that better. It's yeah. a lot better.
1: Um, you know, trying to get gigs playing on the strip was the primary goal yeah. at that po- at that point in time. But um, you know, just got into the whole fun aspect of it, and it was great. And then started learning how to play guitar, and did that whole bit.
0: Did you ever do the the whole being in a band? Not like a band, but a band. Um,
1: like playing. Yeah, Scott, I was in a band
0: or something, right?
1: No, I was more in the uh, electro European electro-rock band.
0: Really? <laughs> like Kraft, Kraftwerk? Like um, that or like a little bit more rock?
1: A little bit of the Smiths and more CESC. Is that where the hair comes from? Is
0: that where the pompadour hair that you have? No, uh,
1: I'm going to have to say that comes from <laughs> 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 uh, my many different stylists. Changes in my life. I see. You know, uh, yeah, punk rocker to rockabilly. To the rock, really. I'm getting the rockabilly vibe. Is that bad? No, no, no. that's the rev, more, man. Yeah, rev. rev and uh I love my Brian Setzer, and I think oh, that's where the pomp comes from. It's just, amazing. You know, going to see him when I was young and just falling in love. And,
0: when did you see him? How old were you?
1: Oh, ish. Uh, I think it was right around, probably 15.
0: Yeah, ish. So that's a long. That's 95 yeah 96 because he kind of reemerged because it was because uh, it was stray cats stray cats then, that's right yeah, yeah yeah and then he had a successful solo career kind of sometime in the 90s which is amazing he's always a good guitar player good oh, yeah. haircut and stuff and just a great act yeah so much fun did you see him? Have, I, I guess he he had uh, some in reno Vegas. actually really yeah no shit that's weird I'm, I'm like
1: why are we going to reno
0: <laughs> <laughs> i
1: don't want to die
0: I, like what did this is where people go to die, right? That's what Johnny Cash says.
1: Hey, that's the only place I've gotten in trouble. So really, really bad. Yeah. Starting
0: a fight or what?
1: Uh, no, we were um, all-star jazz band in senior year, mm-hmm. or yeah, I think it was all-star jazz band senior year, and um, yeah, we got in a little too much trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, we get. So I think about this this intersection, then, because you have this hospitality chapter, this hospitality kind of trajectory. Things that go into, but you're in Vegas. You're doing the trumpet thing. Does college seem like that's the the green pasture? That's where you want to do? Uh,
1: it kind of was, and then I was really set on getting a scholarship. Yeah, and I did get a scholarship to the University of Pacific. Okay, but it wasn't a full ride, so I was like, eh, screw that. I'm gonna go so, play some more. I'm home like, strip. I'm gonna try and make money playing, and then of course. The gigs weren't coming in, so it's like, all right, I got to get a job. So I got a job as a uh, electrician. Oh, really? Um, and that was fun. Like an
0: apprentice, or
1: mm-hmm. yeah, doing low voltage and and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on the
0: strip where there's lots security of security
1: systems. Okay. Um, actually, got in really good at doing like schools because they were paying, you know, uh, David Spagan pay, which is I think that's what it's called. But yeah. Um, you know, I was making twenty six dollars an hour. Oh shit!
0: Eighteen years old. I That's was like, insane. "Let's do this." Yeah.
1: Um, so
0: kind of trade, trade ish stuff. Yeah. Did you Did you ever think like, "Well, I want to be is it called a master electrician? Is that what they call it there too?"
1: Yeah. Um, didn't a really Jedi think about and, that too much. I was yeah. just thinking about the money and uh, yeah. how much partying I was doing. Um,
0: <laughs> what 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 does Nikki drink as a well off, well to do <laughs> early twenties something guy in Vegas? What were you drinking at that point? Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to illustrate this for everybody.
1: All right, um, I'm gonna go deep here, and <laughs> wow, that's uh, it's gonna be some say knives, crooked eye, oh, and, uh, some Mad Dog 2020, yes. and Boones Farm.
0: <laughs> it's all so cheap. Oh yeah, and colorful. Yeah, and you know it's Vegas, so yeah. It's like, Are people? It is. Did you did you get this? Well, so my ex wife's from Vegas. I told you that, mm-hmm. and I went been there many times, kind of going back and forth. Is that where you're like, I'm going to f- fucking stay in Vegas. This is where my career is going to be. This is where I'm going to establish. I don't know if you had interest in a family or anything, but is that where you wanted to stay?
1: Um, at that time, yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved Vegas. I mean, it was just, you know, it was a playground. Yeah. And uh, I was playing a little too hard. <laughs> how, um, did you, how
0: did you come to the realization you're playing too hard? There's a oh. couple ways. There's a couple ways I, from what I understand.
1: That all changed, um, in 99. Okay.
0: So you're about 1920, um, right? 19,
1: uh, when I joined the army.
0: You joined the army? <laughs> yeah. Would it, did you just try to get sober or what's the deal?
1: Um, no, my really good friend who's my brother, mm. uh, he had just graduated. Like and, literally your brother or no, figuratively? Um, figuratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he and I just, we've been best friends since high school. Yeah. And it just kind of worked out. Um, he talked me into, hey, man, come, come take the ASVAB with me. Just come down and take it. Let's just do it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> and then I actually did well on the test. So I was like, oh, well, all right, I'll sign up for the National Guard. Let's do this. Yeah. Why not? You know, oh, yeah, man, make it sound so
0: great. So great. Of course they do. Um, Sweet gig. You want college? We got college.
1: Yeah, we'll pay for your college, yeah. you know, two weeks a year, one weekend a month. You know, don't even worry about it. And you're going to get some skills. I'm like, yeah. sweet.
0: So, uh, there aren't any women, but you'll get skills.
1: Yeah. You know, I, uh, joined the the National Guard as a, uh, building or, uh, was it a surveyor, architect, draftsman okay. that whole bit. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get something amazing out of yeah, this. Yeah, sure. And, uh, he signed up to be a medic. And, okay. You know, come home and tell mom, I'm like, mom i joined the army oh no and <laughs> man she almost threw me out the window
0: because <laughs> what did she what did she want you to do what did what was the trajectory uh, she saw you
1: she wanted me to go to college yeah. and you know be something you know have a career you know knowledge is power
0: and yeah and did you, so do you have any brothers or sisters no okay. um so, I'm only so child. yeah it, the the hope rests on your shoulders right right and so did she did your mom go to college yeah. Yeah. So she's like, obviously, you, you got to go do this thing. That's the American dream. Right. Like, well, change a plan. <laughs> I'm going I'm to join the National Guard.
1: I was like, yeah, you know, I can, I'll go to college later. You know, they're going to pay for it. Sure.
0: You know, I had Good deal. big plans. And,
1: you know, she was just, you know, this was 99. And yeah. she's like, no, you know, you're going to go to war and all this. No, no, no. And I'm, I'm going to be back here in the States if that ever happens, right. you know? Because, uh, Nothing why would you need a surveyor, years later, or an yeah. architect, you know, overseas? Like, why would you ever do that? Yeah, and um, yeah, that all changed. <laughs> Shit!
0: How long was it before you got deployed? Um, in
1: 2003, we went over.
0: Okay, so you, so what were you doing? Kind of in that four-year stint, just kind of still feeling out, going through training and stuff.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I went to basic training and did a whole bunch of stuff with the. The Army um, Corps of Engineers. Yeah. So did almost about a year's worth of training. Well, that's cool. Um, Where
0: was the training at?
1: At a place I'll never go back to ever. Again. <laughs> um, they called it Fort Lost in the Woods, so uh, Fort uh, Leonard Wood, Missouri.
0: Oh Jesus! Yep,
1: Missouri. It already sounds bad. Yep. It was Mis- uh,
0: misery, Missouri. Misery. Jesus. Um, were you regretting the decision at some point?
1: There were a few times. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a few God times. damn it! I
0: could have been playing trumpet with Brian
1: <laughs> Hey, I learned how to polish boots really good and shine floors. I'm I'm set. Fair enough. If I ever need a new bar, bar skills. Yep,
0: absolutely. <laughs> so, but you say in 2003 you got deployed?
1: Yeah, in 2003, um, our unit in Vegas. We only had like 50 people in it, mm. uh, the Triple Seven Corps of Engineers. Um, Where'd you guys go? We went over to Kuwait. Oh wow! You know, to start, and then we hitched a ride and went up to Iraq and into Baghdad, and then. Crit and Missoula, and wow. Abu Ghraib, and we were everywhere.
0: How long you, was your total tour out there?
1: Um, we were gone for about 18 months total. Oh, okay, okay. So we did, uh, you know, three months up in um, Washington, and yeah. then to kind of, it was funny that they took us out of the desert to go up to Washington. Washington to, State? Yeah, Washington.
0: To go to the forest. Tacoma. Yeah, to, oh, Jesus, it's beautiful there.
1: <laughs> you know, you go from somewhere where you know Fifty Shades of Brown yeah. to somewhere you know Fifty Shades of Green, yeah. and then you go back to you know Fifty Shades of Brown. We didn't understand why we went up there to to mobilize and transition to train to get right. out of uh, the states. But
0: how I, generally speaking, how is it over there? Because you had a different kind of capacity than some of the other people I've talked to that have served. Jeremy Campbell, for example, mm-hmm. sort of, would you know without going into specifics because I know it can be traumatizing for many many people but did you enjoy being out there
1: not exactly (laughs) (laughs) um you had to make light of it the best you could um i struggle with remembering a lot yeah just kind of black it out i bet um but you know i still stay in contact with a lot of those guys in the unit and a lot of them are back over there again jesus you know, oh, we're going to pull out of Iraq. No, these guys are going for like the fourth and fifth time. It's insane. Um,
0: the, did did you ever think that that's what you signed up for? Oh, no. no, It's a totally different experience, yeah? Yeah.
1: No, I was not. Uh, I was like, why am I carrying an M16? I thought I was going to be carrying like a pencil. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, there were a, a few times I know I kind of questioned like, why did I do this? Yeah. But, so, um,
0: so when when did you finally come back?
1: Uh came back in two thousand four. So we left in March yeah. of two thousand three and came back in June of two thousand four. Wow. Um were you were you different
0: at that point? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Was it I, hard to come I back? I changed a lot. Um It was ve- it it was a difficult transition. Yeah. Um it still is. Um
0: but What do you what do you do? to transition i i hear you know it, the, one of the things i think a lot of people just are really willing to s- sweep under the rug is that being a patriot right and th- this isn't a political thing but just in in its essence is you support the troops absolutely man oh yeah it's our peers going out there right now we're old now but <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> 15 years peers, ago you know? <laughs> yeah like- exactly but like you're, they're going out there, do, they're doing things that are really, really gritty, very, very difficult, as I'm sure you kind of experienced firsthand. So then everybody comes back, and it's just like they got shit to deal. With. Like, that's how trauma is something you got to deal with. Either you, you mm-hmm. go to therapy, right? You self-medicate, which maybe we're doing right now at the mescal. But like, what? Where do you go to try to fucking deal with this stuff that is either really unnerving, maybe morally challenged? Like, how do you even deal with that?
1: Um, not very well. Yeah. In my in my case, um, you know, I came back and I went back to Vegas and you know turned on the party again and yeah. self medicated heavily, um, which wasn't good for my career at the time. Yeah. Um, w- would
0: you come back and start doing? Were you still with the military?
1: Um, no, I wasn't with the military because with the National Guard I had a, a full time job and yeah. during that time. The skills I learned from the military got me into uh, building inspections. Oh, good! That's so cool. I was a uh, a building inspector, and you know started out really, really low in the totem yeah. pole, being just a a slump monkey, as we like to call them, <laughs> the guys that go out and test concrete. Um, what
0: do you test concrete for exactly? Um,
1: you test it for a lot of different things, like how much water content is it as it's being Interesting. poured. Interesting. Okay. Then you
0: see, you can see this is a predicate for, for making drinks. Oh, yeah. In a way, right? <laughs> like detail. Everything kind of kind comes together. Yeah, right? it totally does.
1: You know, how much aggregate, how much rock was in it. Really? So it's
0: like, well, you know, a little
1: bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. And, then, uh, you know, moved on up the the ranks there and getting certified in different things. um so I started working on some high level construction projects like oh. Trump Tower and Aria. And
0: Amazing! Those are very iconic buildings. Oh yeah,
1: um, yeah. My name's on a lot of them.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it Ben's out front?
1: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's where the uh, the partying was uh, not beneficial. <laughs> I see. I see.
0: Because there's lots of great booze in Vegas, and that's so great oh, yeah. booze. You can buy whatever you want as long as you buy whatever day. you want. Yeah, you know, never ends. Never does. Yeah. But um, did did, yeah. did you think like that was going to lead? to doing the building piece, being really involved with these these billion dollar projects. It sounds like Aria, especially, is very expensive, very very ornate. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, all right, okay, I can do this. This will be this will be the thing. I'll do this thing. Mom will be proud. I'll, I'll make a good salary. Is that really the the way that you were kind of looking at it?
1: Yeah, that was the uh, the intention. Yeah. Um. You know that this is gonna be, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna just, uh, everything's gonna be awesome, and I'm just gonna make tons of money and partying away. I was getting offers from other companies, so I mean, the last company I uh, was working with was paying me thirty six dollars an hour. Wow! And I was getting overtime like crazy because the building boom and you couldn't build fast enough. So it was
0: great. Right Um, up, like right on the strip too. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I. I was also doing a lot of residential inspections. Mm-hmm. So started the whole wave of new residential inspections going on in Las Vegas. It was,
0: wow. it was awesome. Huge was boom. Just, but as we both know, there yeah. was certainly a... Uh, there was a bubble. There was a huge bubble. <laughs> if is anybody that, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew. You, well, no one knows now. There's going to be a big distilling bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Morty, Morty kind of uh, predicting that. But is that ultimately kind of what disrupted everything?
1: Yeah. Um, you know... Let the partying take over and then just kinda things fell out of place and was kinda struggling in Las yeah. Vegas to, to stay afloat and just decided one day, you know, hey, uh it's time to move back with family and yeah, move Where were they to, living? Uh my mom moved up to Seattle um when I was overseas.
0: Yeah. Your folks so. so did your folks split then?
1: Yeah. Somewhere in there? Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, they uh,
1: they split a long time ago. Where was your dad at? Um, my real dad, who knows? Who yeah. cares? I, I'm you same know? same thing. Dude.
0: Never met him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know where he is though. In all it all fairness, I know where the fucker is. <laughs> <Yeah>. But like,
1: <laughs> you know, thanks to the interwebs. You know, yeah, you know, it's right. Investigative recon. Yeah, you know, I or just like a half
0: brother reaching out, be yeah. like, "Hey, I'm your half brother." Like, oh fuck, mom, what'd you do? Right. So anyway, but so but obviously you have a really good relationship with your mom. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm a I'm a big mama's boy. That's yeah. for sure.
0: Feel that? <laughs> I definitely do. Don't tell anybody. Oh yeah. fuck. All right. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is this where bartending kind of enters? Were you like?
1: Yeah. Um, so I left to go to Seattle, and you know, I was living with with them, to just yeah. get my feet back on the ground. And they're like, "All right, you got to go back to school." I was like, "All right, cool, good." And they're like, "Hey, is this is what this- your
0: mom wanted the whole time." Anyway, yeah, right? yeah, she still wants me to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> At least you uh, tried it. a I tried. couple times, I, maybe. I, right? I tried. Um,
1: yeah, ended up there was a uh, wine technology program that was all about viticulture and yeah. And all that, and I was like, "Yes," and I was like, "Why not? This is going to be great." What well, was it that drew you to
0: that? Because it's such a, sh- a shift career wise. If you think uh, about I, it,
1: yeah, it was a huge, <laughs> huge shift. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, I wasn't, I wasn't succeeding in everything that I wanted to. Yeah. and you know, I tried the whole music thing a couple different times. Right. didn't succeed. Uh, tried with the building inspections and the structural engineering and it's like all think right the market
0: was weird and kind of shook couldn't off.
1: succeed there i mean i did succeed but sure. I, I didn't fully succeed
0: yeah but that's uh, probably outside of your control yeah you know, if you think about
1: it and you know looking back on it now it's it's brought me a lot of different directions which has brought me a lot of great people in my life yeah so a lot of good positive things
0: but what but why Was your mom into food or or drinking Um, or anything?
1: You know, it was Washington, and it's like, you know, my mom knew I was a big partier, and she's like, well, if you're going to keep doing that, at least do it where you can make some money.
0: Interesting, yeah. She's smart.
1: um, You know, she's like, you're very charismatic and passionate, so let's, why don't you be be that way about wine? You can make a lot of good money at some winery and, you know, even start your own winery. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
0: (laughs) Fuck yeah, let's do it.
1: So, um, yeah, I went to school for that, and everything was great, and then um, (laughs) I was just working at a, uh, no, there wasn't a girl. Not not this time. (laughs) Not this time. That that, that brought me here, but Ah, um, it it was like, uh, I was just working some retail job, and this guy's coming up to me, he's like, hey, you're from Vegas, you know how to bartend, right? I was like, Yes.
0: Just like some <laughs> random dudes like no, you look no, like you're was, from Vegas. It was no. a coworker of mine. Oh, okay, okay.
1: And uh he's like, Hey, uh there's this catering company and it's really easy, you know, just really simple things. Yeah. So uh, you know, why don't you, you do that? You know, we could use you over there, like once or twice a week or, you know, I'm like, Yeah, let's do it. Plot thickens. Nicky. So um <laughs> that's how I that was my first fall into bartending, yeah. I guess. Um Started with catering and then they really liked what I was doing over there, so they offered me a job at the uh, at the bar at the hotel there which then, hotel was it uh the hotel deca okay okay so it was great and I was having fun and going to school and you know just loving life and yeah. then, uh, this guy walks into the bar one day and we're playing some really risque music what and What
0: does that mean the cramps
1: Oh no it was some really psychedelic not even jazz I don't know I don't even know okay. how to describe but something it something
0: like kind of psychedelic trippy and all that yeah and it was happy hour in a hotel and oh, I was I just see. like what's
1: going on and yeah. he was like hey man I was gonna get another drink but I can't stand this music I'm like hey I'm gonna go change it how's that if I change the music will you stay for another drink he's like yeah yeah if you change this it's just starting sure. to give me a headache yeah yeah and I'm like okay cool how about some Miles Davis and he's just lit up he's like yes perfect um, as he's leaving he comes over to me and he's like hey I'm gonna offer you a job. I'm like, um, okay, sure. Just kind of like,
0: yeah, whatever. Dude. Right? Yeah. You know. People say that shit all the time, don't they? Um,
1: gives me his number and, you know, tells me to come see him down at this uh, this tiki bar downtown. And I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, I Google it and check it all out.
0: And- Is downtown Seattle?
1: Yeah, downtown okay. Seattle. Okay. So okay. uh, I was down in Pioneer Square. Okay. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> there's a place called Tiki Bob's awesome <laughs> i've heard of this
0: place is it like a legendary kind of place
1: it it was very legendary yeah um was, so many amazing things happen there <laughs>
0: <laughs> as they um, do when you serve tiki
1: well it wasn't even like a tiki bar it was just like a tiki theme and oh i see okay. know, it's a more of like a sports bar and a tiki bar and you know a mexican concept it was what the fuck it was seattle it was seattle it was a club bar
0: yeah oh know? okay okay
1: makes some sense so um you know i go down there and talk to him and he's like all right well yeah i'll give you a call and i'm like all right don't hear from him for a while and then he calls mm-hmm. me up one day he's like all right come on in i want you to i want you to come work and try it out we'll see how you do yeah i'm like cool and do you like,
0: feel like you're you're you had pretty good tricks by that point like you'd learned enough being in the club yeah. bar yeah
1: yeah Yeah I'd studied You know Tried to Come up with things And you sure. know, That was the beginning Of being this Mixologist You have to you compose
0: to Once you know music You have to start composing right? So
1: uh Yeah definitely
0: Every day Every day Yeah
1: <laughs> Um Yeah he walks in And I He's like alright You can come down Work this busy Big busy concert And I think it was Actually Kenny Chesney No if shit If I'm thinking about this
0: Oh this is full circle now <laughs> Jesus
1: And um He's like, all right, come in at this time. And so basically, I worked during the concert so okay. that like, I could give everybody a break. Right. And, uh, you know, kind of meet everybody. And it, was, it worked out. You know, it was slow. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. You know, well, I'll let you know. I was like, cool. Well, what am I to do? So I just kind of hung out there. And, you know, a lot of the guys were like, hey, man, just hang out. Just hang out. I'm like, cool. So I ended up hanging out, getting trashed. Yeah. Um, as you do. <laughs> me and the. The bartender, both getting trashed, and then, uh, yeah, made it home and get a call the next day. And he's like, "So, is this gonna be a regular thing?" And I'm like, "Oh no, what did oh, I do?" No. Um, but he ended up hiring me. And uh, was
0: he concerned about your Vegas ways?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, are you concerned we,
0: about your Vegas ways now?
1: Not so much. No, okay, okay. I've toned it back a little bit.
0: Boy, that's what happens when you get older. You can't keep on the same fucking path. You'll die. Yeah, you'll totally die. But you do right. it. So you take the gig. How was yeah. it?
1: Oh, it's it's great. Probably the best best job I ever had. Really? Um, the friendships that I created there, um, or that not not I created there, right. but That were created there. Sure. I mean, Carlos and DG are two of my best friends in the world, and um. Yeah, they're they're like family. So it's just another testament to uh,
0: how the industry works, like yeah. yeah.
1: And then um, when that place shut down, unfortunately, you know, legal mumbo jumbo. Sure. um, We went over to the Hard Rock, and we we were back in the family again over there. Amazing, um,
0: same group of dudes. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were working over there and brought me in when that place shut down, and it was great. Wow. And then uh, that's when entered the girl.
0: Good. Yeah, I was figuring, like, <laughs> enter stage left. A girl, is she a patron or a coworker?
1: No, she was a coworker. Okay. Uh, ah, at geez. the time, I had a mohawk. She had a mohawk. Yeah. It's like, this is meant to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was it. That was, yeah, that's all it takes. That's right? all it
1: took. <laughs> Tattoos and mohawks and punk rock. And we were like, done.
0: Totally. Well, so let me talk about punk rock real
1: quick. Mm-hmm.
0: Who? What's your punk rock band? What's the one that you're like, yeah, that's my band, that's my flavor? Punk oh man Everybody's got A different flavor
1: You know I'm really big Into Rancid Yes I knew I knew <laughs> it
0: I knew it Tim Armstrong The whole bit Yeah
1: um, Even with Lars Fredrickson And the Bastards Yeah uh, But I can go Even to the newer style You know The, the Blink 182 you Yeah know, We all know the songs oh, know, dude, Everybody like,
0: knows the songs right, come on. It's pop rock It's pop um, rock Yeah
1: It awesome. Um awesome But yeah I like more the The dirty Grungy punk yeah. You know I'm a Happy the Descendants are going to come in town. Oh, for, dude, and
0: new record, yeah, which is killer. Did you see him review Rolling Stones list of the top fifty punk records? No. They all just fucking tear it apart. It's amazing. Oh, I, I got to yeah. read that. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> it, so, in I used to because I, I love thinking about this, and I love the Descendants and my you know all Bill, everybody, Craig with Omar, yep. Play, you know. So this, they're here. They're like flowing through me. But when I was fifteen. I was at I was like the stupid radio intern. And I got to hang out behind this music festival because I had, like, help with stuff. Nice. And all I can remember, because this is when Everything Sucks came out,
1: uh-huh. that Bill, Bill <laughs> is just, like,
0: piling food in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, like, at, like, a weird cafeteria trough kind of thing. And, like, Milo's just hanging out. You know, Craig's, like, hanging out. Bill's just shoveling just to food. And I'm like, this guy knows how to do it. He's <laughs> right? carb-loading before the show. And it's one of those fondest memories because those guys are so smart and so, like, technically... Mm-hmm. but i digress so the girl enters the picture at a hard rock i take it mm-hmm. in seattle is that the impetus for austin yeah um whose idea was that it was hers why why austin for she has family
1: out here um okay. her brother lives out here and mm-hmm. she, so she'd been back and forth for like 10 years coming out to visit him and oh wow. you know um she always wanted to move but never got the chance right and uh so we were together for a while, and you know, struggling with trying to keep a really good job. Yeah, <clears throat> um, everything was rising. Rent was rising. Food was rising. Yeah, you know, and even the minimum wage was rising. So that was a good thing. That's but good
0: and bad at it, the same it's, time. Yeah.
1: It's bad when you know people are getting a little bit more stingy on their 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 spending. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it's going to be fifteen dollars for this burger when it was just ten dollars last week. Right. I'm just going to go home and get drunk on Jim Beam. Right.
0: (laughs) No, this is not an ad either, but like, that's what people do. Yeah.
1: I mean, I still got friends that are are killing it up there. They're doing really good. Um, I just wasn't happy there. Uh, That's when I started seeking help from the the VA, you know, getting treatment on things. And then.
0: Did you do kind of like psychoanalysis? Yeah. Or did you do Medicaid? I mean, there's all Um, these different angles to it.
1: You know, we tried a lot of different things. And the best thing for me up there was uh, was group therapy. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, being able to talk about things and just you know just that feeling of what you need to get out there. Just get um, it out there. Yeah, because I was holding everything inside for way
0: too long. Is that and then if you can feel it when you do that, mm-hmm. like whether it's resentment, whether it's jealousy, whether it's anger, like when you God, this is my mom coming through <laughs> me here. But like that's what happens is that it just builds up. And do, did you kind of cut it off at the the bend so to speak cut it off at the past before it became really problematic
1: yeah um i would have to say you know i hit some dark times yeah and made some mistakes and you know it's like okay uh i need to stop blaming myself yeah and work on this let's fix this let's sniff this in the butt now or otherwise you know that's just gonna consume you i'm gonna end up in some box either with bars or or a cascade, who knows. Yeah, but it's
0: poetic it's, and dark all at the same right? time. <laughs> it's true though. It's absolutely true. Was Sometimes. Austin kind of this diamond in the rough, well, maybe not diamond in the rough, but like this this horizon that seemed really really promising?
1: Well, you know, I came down here with her to, to visit cuz yeah, you know, she wanted to go see her brother and the new baby and I was like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's do this." And uh we came down in January and uh January we uh, like,
0: of uh, what year are you talking? Uh,
1: January of two thousand was this probably fourteen? Okay, no, fifteen. Geez, okay. so yeah, two thousand fifteen because yeah. um, we came down and Pennywise was playing at the Mohawk. Oh, dude, just listen. to just me the
0: other day, yeah. We were like, still is, it, is he still wear a hat? The singer? Oh yeah, always right. Yeah, he's bald as shit, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, you know that was our thing. We just love to go to shows. Amazing, and uh, we're like, this is, this is perfect. Yeah, this,
0: yeah. we the went there. The play here a lot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we went and saw the show, and went to a couple bars, and then um, on the flight back, I look at her and I'm like, hey, I'm moving, and she's like, okay, I'll think about it, and I'm like, no, I'm moving, like legit. Your mind's man upset. I'm, I'm, let's do this. I'm not happy in Seattle. Yeah, let's go. So. Um three months later we moved down to So she was into it. She yeah. was like, all right. Yeah, no. She uh she was the big catalyst and yeah. you know, that was
0: So yeah. when you got here, what where'd you start working?
1: So uh I started working at Sawyer and Co. Oh yeah on the yeah. east side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was Carly over there then? No, Carly or Tasty, just left. I mean, rather. Um No
0: Casey no, was not there, Was Carly. I missed it was Carly, yeah, it was, Carly it. was there. Yeah.
1: But she had just left. Okay. Um and I was in roswell new mexico get this call like hey can we wait, when wait, can you wait, be wait. here?
0: why are you in roswell
1: driving down we took 11 days
0: to get here that's awesome like, i was born in roswell <laughs> which is i want to go back <laughs> i don't know if i should go back because i don't remember a fucking thing.
1: that's why i want to go back
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you come in town, but you get a good gig it's yeah. i mean i love that place like food's great biscuits are great oh yeah biscuits are awesome so mm-hmm. amazing um, oh man that's a jesus yeah. Yeah, don't brunch, get me started. yeah, brunch, started. just brunch, brunch in just general. Brunch. <laughs> yeah, Insane. Did you like working back there?
1: Yeah, it was great. Um, it was my, my first concept of doing these higher-end classic cocktails, yeah, I would yeah. say, and, um, or craft cocktails. Mm. And it was fun. I mean, it was good, but just there wasn't enough business for me. Yeah. And I really wanted to... Turn and burn? I really wanted to dive into the, the craft... Scene, yeah um austin really turned me on to that and you know i kind of just fell in love with it and wanted to learn as much as possible so went out and bought a ton of books and a bunch of tools and hung out in all these you know great bars yeah and just kind of learned and watched
0: the the girl also doing the same thing still in hospitality yeah she's in
1: hospitality but she uh wasn't so much privy to what i was trying to do yeah um it's kind of funny because She was doing more of this in Seattle. Okay. And then when she came out here, she was more like, "I want to work in a just turn and burn bar," you know. Interesting. Okay. So that the beginning of the divergence, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what was
0: was the move? Yeah, what was the move after Sawyer then?
1: Uh, After Sawyer uh, was Roosevelt Room. You worked Um, at Roosevelt Room too. Yeah, they had just. uh, Justin put up this post. He's like, hey, I'm looking for some bartenders and barbacks. And yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, I met him through the USBG. And, yeah, yeah. you know, the USBG has been just solid to me out here.
0: Talking about good hair, right?
1: Yeah. It's great. Swamp. <laughs> so um, How was Justin that over hired there? me.
0: And I've
1: been there since from day one. Really? Yeah. That's from,
0: incredible. Those guys are great. I mean, Dennis and Justin. Oh, man. Just get out, back Justin there now. taught me so much. They're brainiacs, fucking brainiacs, um,
1: right? And yeah, working along with Alex, yeah. like, working side by side with him was just, just you know, makes you want to try even harder
0: every day. It sucks because you know? it's like, I don't know how to be more attractive. <laughs> right, <laughs> like I'm standing next to him, like my beard can only get so dark, Alex. <laughs> like, I can't do anything. So the oh, only man. way that I can remedy that is just to be on the other side of the bar. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, legally too, I can't. Yeah. But, but still, like, that's it. You have, you have Dennis. Who Dennis, is a yep. short German institution, in a sense. You know, Justin, this kind of taller, very suave, charismatic guy that was on the cover of GQ. And, like, you, you have this amazing amalgam of people that work there. And Alexis, too, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Alexis over there.
0: Really, really, really awesome. It's going to be fucking amazing. To It was a learning period for you then. Mm-hmm. How long were you down there? Were you still there?
1: Um, I was there up until March. Yeah. Um. You know, they just had really, really great things going on there. And I just wasn't quite happy. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was burning myself out. I just, see. you know, trying to constantly study and learn. And, you know, it's, when I wasn't there, I was still there mentally. Yeah. Right. You know, trying to Couldn't leave work it, at yeah. work. Yeah.
0: Um, Did that, I imagine that took kind of a toll on the relationship and all the reason you moved out here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's, Decided that she needed somebody
0: younger. Interesting. <laughs> how, how old is she?
1: Uh, was she like 31 now? 32?
0: Oh, younger? Yeah. I was barking up the wrong fucking tree, man. <laughs> it's a, You know, and I hate to be hypocritical, but it's like my wife's 28. That works plenty good for me. But if I went like, oh, no, I got to get younger. But that That's almost stupid, you right? know? Because it's like dudes at 22 years old. What the fuck do they know?
1: Eh, you know, she... She felt we were more just roommates, so yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Um, all right, you met some guy at this college bar you work at, and, Strange. you know,
0: you're just going to... Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Godspeed. I'm like... <laughs> Jog on. You all right?
1: Hey, my life's so much better now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So things are kind of adding up. Obviously, the, the career is gaining a lot of momentum. I You do the Sawyer & Co. thing, you do the Roosevelt Room thing. Is that when Vox enters the picture, is that the third... Yeah. You, yeah. Because yeah. that's like where it seems like you really form this amazing kind of team camaraderie with like JR and yeah. the Ty's over there too, right? Yeah.
1: JR, Ty, and Leo. Yeah. And even Madeline. I mean,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: They're not even deleting me off of their group text messages because it's just so much fun. Yeah. Like, Hey, <laughs> you're still part of the
0: team, bro. I was like, yeah. For now.
1: For yeah. Now. <laughs> they get their own one going where they're talking about me. I don't know.
0: It's fine. <laughs> so, with- then it begs the question, right? Because it seems like within just a short period of time, like a year, year and a half here while you've been in Austin, you've learned a whole lot. You've been really working in some wonderful programs. Oh, yeah. Was it, what was the step or like what was the thing that happened that said, I want to step away from this. I want to work on the other side of the bar.
1: Um, I was approached for a brand ambassador position, which I didn't
0: get. Yeah. What but, uh, not brand, but what category? Whiskey. Or um,
1: anything? I was approached by a Moscow company. Oh, okay. And then yeah, also, um, I was going after a Scotch gotcha. and rum.
0: So general. you're all over the place. So. You got it. Your your passion for spirits sees no bounds. No. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm not biased to anything. That's good. That's real good. <laughs> I love it all. Um,
1: and then I was just you know struggling to really, to really make money. Yeah. Um, you know when. When she left me, I still had the house, and mm. I ended up buying a car just out of spite. You know, like all right, fine, I'm gonna go do something. You know, crass. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy a car. <laughs> so it, was it
0: like a, an amazing 65 Mustang or something?
1: No, I, I you know, I, I bought a nice luxury car. Okay,
0: very good. So you, say you get, it is, you're getting your digging. No, you don't have yeah. to. But like, you got your digging. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of just fuck this shit. I'm gonna get a nice car. Yeah. I like that. Vegas days. They're always
1: reemerging, aren't they? Yeah. So you know, I got the, I got the dog, I got the car, I yeah. got the house, I got the motorcycle. You know.
0: You get the whole thing. I got the whole. whole you get an package. amazing Shiba Inu named Turbo. Yes. Which yeah. nine years old.
1: Nine years old, my best friend in the world. We you had know, just a my brief best buddy.
0: nerd out. I love Shiba. I mean, Shibas are so special to me. I don't know why. Do you? Do you find yourself? Stopping in the middle of the street when you see one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why the... No one does that shit about pit bulls. No,
1: my no mom one. sends me... Uh, was it Pinterest posts all yeah. the time? Of Dude, like, exactly. Send me pictures of Turbo like this.
0: <laughs> That's... It. The exchange of Shiba Instagram pics and posts oh, between yeah. Lydia and I, it is amazing. And it's only increased over time. But it's something that is always so heartwarming. Because Shiba... I don't know why and you know that they they only really made it into the states in the mid 80s yeah it's
1: i mean when i lived in vegas that's when i got him and it was you know my buddy had one and yeah. i was like oh my god this dog is so cool where'd you get it and it's like oh well you know it's a shiba inu And yeah. I, was like, I want one <laughs> they're amazing and then uh even when i lived in seattle wasn't very prominent yeah um but in bellevue Bellevue had a lot more you could see because yeah. great apartment dogs. Great totally apartment good. dogs. Yeah, um, yeah. and then out here, it's like, yeah, you don't see him all
0: the time. And mm-hmm. I look over there, I'm like, ah, there's a Shiva. <laughs> I can spot it. It's just like, that dude's drinking old granddad. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> right? it's a club, like this underground club. And, I mean, I'll leave it at that, that Shivas are my favorite breed. They're, it's changed my whole, and I've yeah. grew up with plenty of animals, but it changed my whole perspective on dogs and how they can be so human-like? Shibas are so human-like. You oh, know? Yeah. It's kind of insane.
1: Yeah, Turbo's probably you know seventy-five percent dog, twenty percent cat, That's 3% right. monkey, That's, <laughs> two yeah. percent human, and you're like, boy,
0: how how is this possible? They know no species. Yeah, they're just this amalgam. Yeah, cat dogs. as people will say. But so, the with the great support of Turbo as mm-hmm. an amazing Shiba inu, inu at nine years of age, Glazers. They are trying to poach you? What's the deal?
1: Um I had applied to Blazers after I left uh Doors Room. Yeah. And in, in the aspirations of hey, I'm just going to put a lot of feelers out there and see what happens. Um you know, I wanted to go into the brand ambassador position mm-hmm. and you know, represent some really good things. Sure. There's that whole thing about okay, you you need to have the education, you need to be a salesman, you need to be you need, need to be staff, everything, right? Yeah. And um, so, a good friend of mine was like, "Hey, you should apply at Glazers because they're they're looking right now." I was yeah. like, "All right, cool." Um, at that time, I didn't get the get the job, but I was
0: like, "Okay, cool."
1: And sure. then, um, not the right time. You know, I was over at Box and everything was going good, and then I get a call and they're like, "Hey, um, we've got the green light to offer you the position if you'd like it." I was like,
0: "Well, what exactly is the, the role then?"
1: So, I'm doing on-premise with uh, the Genesis portfolio.
0: So, so I've learned about Genesis. Again, I thought it was some kind of weird throwback to Gabriel or Phil Collins. Could be. But you can never give corporations enough credit (laughs) to be that cool. Right. But what does this mean? This is a core group of products that is honest, I think, right? Like some stuff that's, God forbid, say craft, but...
1: It's more boutique esque. Boutique, okay. That's good. Um, you know, a lot of small batch, a lot of, you know, starting out companies. Yeah. Um so you got a, a lot of really good products.
0: What name a couple that are in the
1: Um let's see, I've got Four Roses. Oh jeez. You know, I can't go wrong there. No. Um they got some really good stuff and yeah. they're not they're not huge, so they're they're still staying true to what they're doing. Sure. Um Dulce Vita is yeah. launching their new stuff coming out soon.
0: what anything you can mention, I could look online too, yeah but. No.
1: um you know they're getting ready to uh launch a grapefruit tequila and a lime tequila really interesting, um, and I haven't tried it yet, yeah, I hopefully get to try some next week, but uh from what I hear, they're amazing interesting okay. they're also okay. bringing down the proofs so they're gonna come out with the eighty proof instead of just having that hundred proof all the time, It's
0: good for their costs, yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, um, but who else? Uh, Anchor Distilling.
0: Oh, Anchor, really? Yeah,
1: um, Tempest Fugid, amazing.
0: I love John. Yeah, had him in the, the vermouths that they make uh, are just a, fucking insane. Uh, and the Grand Classico is incredible. Yeah,
1: you can't go wrong with that. And, um, I've got Luxardo as well. Oh, pff, so it's like a, and Montenegro. I'm happy, getting out of your hand. Man. Yeah, it's like Those right, are right great
0: up my Yeah, any uh, so, in the
1: uh, yeah, just got a new one.
0: What is it? The uh. The Banez. yeah, yeah. I was drinking so, that. I drank a lot of that last night, actually.
1: <laughs> you know? In a liter.
0: A, so how do you feel about that? So, like I said, I had Jessica in from Caternoir the just this week. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about having a Mescal that's reasonably priced, tastes good, it's over 40%, right? and it's in a liter. It's in a liter, which Dude, is insane, right? It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. Perfect.
1: And it's a really good product. It's good.
0: It's great. Yeah, just the right blended burrito. In there, to just make it mezcaly enough, mm-hmm. right? Which actually is a good segue because, you know, we got this big, I got this thing of bottles downstairs, <laughs> a massive collection of bottles. It's even getting massiver, I suppose. Oh, yeah. But you want to go mezcal, which I really, really love. And we are sipping on the Oaxaca mezcal, the Habili, which was a limited release last year in 2015 at 47%. Really good, really dry. What do you think of the, the mezcal? You don't have to get too nerdy, but then... Tasting notes or whatnot. Or yeah, you I can not get too nerdy like. on it. <laughs> it's just mezcal. It's exciting to me. Oh, oh yeah, that's Havali. Havali? Oh, it's delicious. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's like you're you're back at the back in Oaxaca. Back in the close Oaxaca. your eyes and you're there, hanging
0: out. So, all right, so you get this gig. You get these great skews: four roses, Luxardo, Tempest Fugitive some of the best vermouths I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, and All I've right. got Blue
1: Chair, which oh. is, what is know, that? Kenny Chesney's... Uh, oh,
0: that's right. Is that the... Line of rum. Rum, okay. Where's it from? Uh, barbados. Barbados, okay. barbados so. Barbadosness rum. I don't know what that would be, like, if you're from Barbados. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a trumpeter. I didn't realize that's what, that's <laughs> what that was. So how do you... You've got some relationships. You've mm-hmm. made the transition to distribution versus being someone who serves, right? So, are you scared? This is a new yeah, thing, man.
1: This is, a, it's a new adventure. Um, I'm just kind of taking it in stride, you know. Yeah. Started bartending one day and that was all new. Um, you know, trying to get over insecurities behind the bar. Now I got to get over insecurities beyond the bar. Yeah. Um, you're really working
0: on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a one-two punch all the time.
1: Yeah, you know, it keeps you young.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It really does. Cause, yeah, man, you said you're 36. I'm like, fuck, yeah. really?
1: Yeah, don't look like a lot of people uh, give me a double take when I tell them. Uh, yeah, I feel it. <laughs> it's
0: well, sure, but you can internalize that shit, <laughs> right? But um, so what kind of goals do you have to have? Is it sales goals? Do you just really yeah. want to bring awareness to these brands?
1: I think my biggest passion for it mm. is that I'm gonna be able to go see a lot of really good people yeah. and. The fact that the bar industry has grown in knowledge. Yeah. Um, oh, they're now so more discerning
0: in, than they've ever been, right? Yeah.
1: Now you're you're bringing a product in where sometimes the person you're trying to sell to yeah. knows more about it than you. Fuckers. <laughs> <And> you're <laughs> like, all right. Well. And so I think that's what I'm really trying to bring to this team. Yeah. Is that uh, thanks to, you know, JR and Dennis and Justin and Alex and all those guys to really push me to, you know, go home and study a bottle a night. Right. You know, pick up a book and read about you know all all the different processes. Um, even you know the trip that the Roosevelt Room took down in uh, in March down to yeah. Oaxaca. I mean, I, I'm not an expert on anything, but um, I've got a good good sense. At least you know what it and, feels like. Now, yeah. You know, and um, you know that's what I'm just hoping to bring to bring to my accounts and say hey let's this is more of a conversation rather than me trying to sell you something
0: that's right collaborative yeah it's like not i'm not trying to overcome your ego i'm not trying to overrule you because that's not what this is about no there's some great stuff and there's some shitty stuff but i think you've at least been blessed in the sense that you got really good stuff in the portfolio
1: yeah i mean we got a lot of good stuff over at glazers yeah that's for sure
0: absolutely um so then
1: all portfolios
0: yeah, a lot of lot of stuff, a massive amount of stuff. Which I don't know, it must be exciting, you know, to be around those brands, get to sample, get to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I like to go out there and and people be a people person and yeah. network and and really really talk to people. So uh, I've got a lot of good accounts, and I'm I'm just ready to get the get the basic training part of it done down yeah. and. Uh, we're just talking you know, like this week. <laughs> yeah. I'm catching
0: you like a couple of days into this whole thing. Yeah, I'm what, day three yeah, <laughs> of exactly. the
1: transition and I'm like what am I doing right
0: now? It's <laughs> good though, man. It's good for you, it's good for glazers, it's good for the community. You know, and the, the you know, the last question I'd ask you because it seems like there's lots of spirits that you really do like, and I'm sure you'll get even more familiar with the Tempest Fugit stuff as you start to kinda of talk about it more in the market. But like for you What's the thing you go home to and sip? I don't ask people mm. this all the time, but I'm curious for you.
1: Um, I'm really all over the board. Yeah, to be honest, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, I really do like to just sip on some amaros. Yeah. Um, even though it's not part of my portfolio, and I, I love me some Campari and some Apérol. I just oh, yeah. love bitterness. Maybe because I'm so bitter. I don't Maybe.
0: know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Punk rock's bitter, man. Yeah, can be. Descendants but aren't as much. They make me feel helpful. Ranson certainly doesn't fucking make me feel helpful.
1: Yeah, ever. That's where I drink. You know, really cheap beer. Yeah, that's that's the go-to at home. Or rose. Yeah, that's the other. That's the. I'm so I'm so conflicted right now. Yeah, <laughs> either <laughs> oh a cheap
0: beer or rose. <laughs> you are the true modern punk, Nikki. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I, it's a good good statement (laughs) let's keep it let's keep that's your thing that'll be the thing which is good man it's been a it's it's been a really good getting to chat with you and it's been good getting to know kind of about the journey and all the twists and turns and i hope that if it ever gets too tough or like you can't deal with it just give me a call we'll sit down and talk man because you're gonna do a good job and this is really exciting stuff i'm really glad to catch you at this point in your career so been a pleasure. Yeah, to chat with you, dude.
1: No, well, it's been been awesome. I'm, I'm honored to be here, and I've, I I still know.
0: can't get it. I, that's wonderful to hear. I really, it's a privilege to to get here and sit and chat with you, man. So we'll have to sit down and jam next time. Hell yes, <laughs> all right dude Thank you. Thank you. Well, there we have it. glazers is very lucky to have Nikki on the roster, repping some great brands. Tempest Fugit, you'll be seeing an interview with John Troya coming out here pretty soon. Also, Four Roses Bourbon. I mean, amazing stuff. And also, Vanez Mascal, which is a new one from Cadre Noir Imports into Texas. And an upcoming conversation with Jessica Ramirez, who reps them here in Texas, is about to come out as well. So a lot of really nice things going on here. I think you can call it synergy. You can call it being at the right place at the right time. But either way, Nikki is a very, very nice guy. We both have Shiba Inus. Okay. Also, it's great chatting music. You know, I, I think the best things have yet to happen in Nikki's career, and at 36, it seems like things are really starting to take off. So, thanks so much, Nikki, for chatting with me. And again, Glazers is very lucky to have you. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter which season of House you're binging on on Netflix this weekend. Or, if you really do think that Guns N' Roses should be touring again, and I can test the fact that they're very amazing live right now with Slash & Duff, please keep dancing.